0: Twisted Storytellers is brought to you with support from Henry Ford Health System. We share a special affinity with Henry Ford Health System because healing is at the core of what we both do. From WDET, you're listening to Twisted Storytellers. I am your curator and host, Satori Shakur. Can you believe it? This is the season one finale of the Twisted Storytellers. And in this episode, we're going to take you way back. This is the prequel to Twisted Storytellers, where it all began. It's 2011. I'm sitting on my couch, stressed out, clutching the remote, glued to CNN, Fox News, and MSNBC. Many Americans are sitting at the kitchen table. They're scanning the classifieds. They're updating the resumes. I'm holding my breath, waiting to see if the Republicans in Congress are gonna to vote to extend my unemployment benefits. We need to pass it for all the Americans who haven't been able to find work in an economy where there are five applicants for every opening. Now, I've been unemployed on and off since 2009, and it was rough. It was so rough that I'm surrounded by boxes because I'm packing to move out of my loft in Detroit into a bedroom in my sister's house The following week. And I'm sitting there trying to figure out how I'm going to pay for the storage unit and the U-Haul truck. And I got to listen to these filibustering knuckleheads label me a 99er. Lazy don't want to work. I'm thinking you calling me lazy when you're getting ready to take a break from doing nothing from the last time you took a break from doing nothing. Don't want to work. I worked hard all my life as did my mother, her mother, and her mother before that. I worked hard, paid my taxes, and now I got to listen to these suited-up, good old boys with no connection to my life hold my rent hostage. I'm so angry, I'm on my feet, I'm screaming at the top of my lungs, vote, you constipated mitches! And then when I heard myself screaming at the TV, I vowed that I would never allow again Congress or anyone else to dictate my life, liberty, or the pursuit of my happiness. I vowed that I would do what I love to do for the rest of my life, no matter what. Now, (laughs) I was terrified of an uncertain future when I moved into my sister's house, into that bedroom. But little did I know my life would change a few weeks later when I met the moth at a story slam in Detroit. Now, I'm a storyteller. I come from a long line of storytellers, old black women from the South who used storytelling to teach, to warn, to entertain, to impart. They could make going to the corner store sound like Lord of the Rings. They were masters. I could only hope to aspire to their greatness. But I threw my name in the hat anyway, and I won. The Moth asked me would I host the, the new slam coming to Ann Harbor, and I said I would love to, and it was just this love fest. They're flying me around the country telling stories. I hosted the season opener in New York. I shared the same stage at the Hudson Theater with Adam Gopnik, Richard Price, and Garrison Keillor. My story was on the Moth Radio Hour, you know, NPR podcast. People from all over the world were thanking me for telling my story like it was a service. And then one night I'm on the stage in front of a sold-out crowd in Boston. And I'm telling my story. It had taken me six years to crawl back from the numb of hell and the devastating grief over the loss of my mother from ovarian cancer in 2005. And then nine months later, my son died of a massive seizure the result of a brain injury he suffered in a car crash just a few years before. I was a dead woman walking, and the rest of my life looked like a joyless chore to live. And that's when I noticed that I could hear a pin drop. The audience was breathing with me, leaning forward, waiting for my next word. And I was struck by the fact that I had never been heard or listened to so profoundly. And in the space between my telling and their listening, I knew anything was possible. I felt love, I felt free, I felt whole and complete. And when I was finished telling my story, the audience applauded my struggle and my journey of overcoming. And I thought every single human being on earth should have this experience of being heard and listened to. And that's when I knew this is what I'm supposed to do. This is my calling, my purpose. We're going to take a quick break from the story to hear from Henry Ford Health Systems, who has honored us with coming on as our sponsor for Twisted Storytellers podcast at WDET. And today, uh, we're going to hear from a wonderful physician, and I've had a wonderful time being with her, Dr. Alexia Norwood. Hello, it's a pleasure to be here with you. We believe storytelling conveys a truth, it conveys a humanity, and it helps us balance out... uh, our well-being. Oh, no, I, I, I couldn't agree more. You know, I uh, I think healthcare care is, is all about storytelling, hearing from the patients to know what they're thinking, what they're feeling, and what their ailments are. That's how our diagnoses are even made so that we can do the right procedures, do the right care. So for us, it's all about you, all about the patient, and it starts with us being able to hear their story and entrusting us with their care, which is why for us, every patient in every life is important, and it's all for you. Thank you, Dr. Norwood, for being here with us. We're very excited to have Henry Ford Health System as our sponsor. And if you want to know more about Henry Ford, just visit henryford.com. And back to our story. Well, when I get back to Detroit, by this time, I'm living in the basement of a friend's home in Ferndale. And I'm sitting in her garden one morning and I'm thinking, if storytelling could heal me, could it heal the city of Detroit? Because Detroit was grieving. It had been grieving for years. It had lost many lives and health and wealth, loss of integrity, loss of freedom of a democracy. And when I would listen to the news reports, only 17% of Detroiters got out to vote at the polls today. I tried to remember, did I vote the year my mother and son passed away? As I recall, I could barely get out of bed. And that's when it came to me, the idea for the Secret Society of Twisted Storytellers. I would use storytelling with the intention of healing, with the intention of connecting the city of Detroit. And out of telling our stories, we would heal and transform and become leaders. And then we would take our leadership and transformation into community and make a difference and be of service. I was so in love with the idea. I was so in love with the idea. But I didn't have any money. I was living in the basement of a friend's house. But the idea was so delicious that I I sold tickets for $15 in advance to my friends and family and rented a little theater space in in downtown Detroit with 45 seats. It was a sellout. And the four storytellers that evening got a standing ovation. And I was beaming like a proud mother, thinking, wondering, Could this little social experiment actually work? We won a Knight Foundation grant in 2013. By this time, I moved into a dilapidated neighborhood in in Detroit, my hometown of Detroit. And it was so scary, I used to call my neighbor when I pulled up to my house and say, breaker breaker one nine, open the door, I'm running in. Until I got to know my hood and the 11 people that lived on my block. And then one morning, I saw gentrification jogging through our neighborhood streets. Her blonde ponytail swinging in the sunshine. And I got this, felt this false sense of security. But it gave me hope. And in 2013, we won a Knight Foundation Arts Challenge grant. And I began to think bigger. I began to ask myself if Detroit could connect, heal, and transform the city of Detroit, could it do the same for the world? The Secret Society of Twisted Storytellers became a nonprofit 501c3 in 2014 with a global mission to connect humanity heal and transform community, and to provide an uplifting, thought-provoking, soul-cleansing, entertainment experience through the art and craft of storytelling. We believe that storytelling is organic, like organic fruits and vegetables, that it's organic therapy. We believe that storytelling is a vital and necessary component to the health and well-being of any community in society but what I've learned over the years that in the space between the storyteller and the story listener, anything is possible. That listening is a generosity. It's a human kindness. Listening grants being to another's experience. It's a service. Listening is a revolutionary act. And at the highest level, listening is the possibility of love. Here I am, ladies and gentlemen, doing what I love to do for the rest of my life. I thank you for listening. Thank you for that service. And I love you, too. One story at a time. I'm your curator and host, Satori Shakur. Those of you who come to our events regularly at the Charles H. Wright Museum know that's where we usually have it. But once a year, we have a very special event. And uh, last year, we did George Clinton over at the DIA. And this year, we're bringing Dr. George Faison, Tony Award winning choreographer for Best Choreography in The Wiz. His story is compelling, fascinating, entertaining. It is an amazing story. So come on out to the DIA, hear Dr. Faison, see his work, his dances live, music live, as well as this multimedia extravaganza over at the film theater at the DIA. Friday, December 16th. For tickets, go to twistedtellers.org slash events. The storytellers is a production of wdet the show is produced by zach rosen sound design mix and theme music by sam Bobian. other music from today's show comes to us from our friends at ghostly songs special thanks to shelby jopee laura Herbert, and connor anderson thanks to our sponsor henry ford health systems if you're feeling our show please do us a favor and write us a review on itunes This is the single most helpful thing you can do to ensure our sustainability as a show. Thank you. I used to hate asking for money. Who likes to ask for money? I I was taught that was begging, but in this case, it is not. Cause I figured out, I get to say what money is. Money is generosity and kindness and a bang for your buck. So if you want to have access to stories, stories from people you probably know, but if you want to get the wisdom of those stories into your life, just donate. All you have to do is just go to WDET.org. And if you got a couple bucks, send us a couple bucks. If you got a million bucks, we love that too. But go there, and we thank you. We are grateful for any donation, any size that you can make. We just want to stay here and and present these stories to you. Thank you.